This is the Effing Business Podcast. You ask the questions, we answer them. Welcome back to the podcast. Aaron, let's talk about nurturing creativity in the office. Um, it's something that I think that we've sort of stumbled upon, um, just sort of our, our way we handle things. I'd like to hear your point, and then I'll uh, get my ideas on that one. So I think the value in nurturing creativity in the office is be, is that it lends to better ideas, mm-hmm. which should let it lend to better execution. Right. And those, it doesn't matter where those ideas come from. If it's our, my idea or your idea or, or the receptionist's idea, yeah. those right. ideas benefit everybody. Uh, Ray Dalio is a investment guru. He's a, I think he runs the biggest hedge fund in the world. And he has this really cool system where they have like what they call like open transparency. I think they have a whole software system where they have meetings and everybody, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but everybody um, speaks their mind and they can say whatever they want to their boss. So what happened with him was at some point, somebody had sent him an email, like like not uh, an executive, somebody way down the chain <clears throat> saying, hey, you were like totally unprepared for the meeting and you just wasted our time. And this they're sending this to like the billionaire hedge fund guy, right? And he has like this, this ability to instantly be like, whoa, I can take that criticism and I can and improve I, from that, right? right? So I think when you create an environment where there isn't this giant hierarchy, this overreaching hierarchy, mm-hmm. where people who have ideas, because people like to be heard, you know, they like to discuss their ideas, they like to be part of adding value to what you're doing, and you can you can let those people uh, feel comfortable bringing those ideas to you. You can you can cr- you can then take those ideas. The, the people feel happy about what they're doing. They feel like they're part of something. And a lot of times they have really good ideas. And what happens is they tend to have better ideas about the specifics of their jobs than you do. Right? right? They're, they're the ones it. doing it. They're in all the day. trenches. Correct. They're the ones doing it all day. So they're like, hey, this is how I've been taught to do this. But here's a better way to do this. I think. Right. And then you're like, wow, you actually you're right. And then over and then when you start doing that throughout your company, that really improves the efficiency of your company. Yeah. No. I mean. I think having an open door policy, right, being able to be told by anybody from the receptionist all the way to the top that you're wrong and you're bo- you're the boss and you're wrong on this point, then people feel more comfortable to say things, right? People may hold themselves back by saying it if if it's like, hey, I'm gonna say it's my boss, but he's my boss and he's gonna tell me to shut the fuck up, right? Like, hey, you go do your reception thing, answer the fucking phone, and don't talk to me. Huh? Right? Sounds like something you may have said to people before, or at least we're thinking. So, right? so I think that you know. Obviously, it has to come from different people. Um, you know, certain people feel more comfortable even when you have an open door policy because we've had a very much open door policy when it comes to people speaking their mind to us. It still doesn't make them feel comfortable because the idea of telling your boss you're wrong is very cliche, is very taboo to the overall corporate structure. Um, I think the longer people are here, they see like, oh, wow, I really can do that. Um, it happens more and more now because I think they see other employees being able to do it without the repercussions of fired, reprimanded, or in any way. But when we first had that, it was sort of like, please tell me, I want to hear you, right? And it was like, uh, but then they saw that person, the next person, the next person. Having those people there has lended it more and more, and it's, it's sort of snowballed into that. I'm, it's okay to either give a creative idea. It's okay to give a, a, a criticism to my boss or the system or my job or so on and not have the repercussions of I'll be fired. I'm not going to get that raise I wanted. I'm not going to – where on the contrary, when people do step up and say those things to us and give creativity and give do, do what we would say almost step beyond what their job is, right? Like if someone comes in every day, does their job, answers the phone, and so on, 
It's like, oh, cool. She does her job. Wonderful. But then she answers the phone, does her job, and then says, hey, I think we could be doing our customers, customers a better duty if we answered the phones and took messages this way and so on. I'd be like, oh, wow, this receptionist, she's a receptionist, but she's brought a whole other level to her job. Right? She's opened. Wow, she's right. Let's try that. Let's see how it works. She's she's given herself value. She's given the company value. And in the eyes of the employer, given that employee like, wow, maybe she should manage that whole system. Maybe she should manage the whole front office. I think in a general corporate structure, people are scared to do that. So they don't. They just say, you know what, I'm going to stay the safe route and I'm going to stay in my lane, answer the phones, do my job, work hard and to get me up. I'll, I'll work hard. I think a lot of times people are just scared to do that because of the overall taboo of telling your boss or, or, or your, your, your superior they're wrong or we're doing it wrong or we can do it better. And I've made the effort throughout 10 years to go to people, whether it's when we first hire them or at some point down the road and say, hey, if you see something that you think say we can something. do better, say something, right? And very few people do. And for a while, it was really hard for me to understand why, right? And then I realized that some people are going to be just really comfortable right off from the moment they start with you. Other people uh, will warm up to you. Other people will never warm up to you. There's always going to be like this. this but there's been a snowball effect of because they see other employees. But some people, been no matter what, longer. aren't going to speak True. Up. But over time, you've seen even one, there's a, a more of a trend of more and more employees feeling okay to tell us stuff and tell because they see other ones not being reprimanded I, for I, saying correct I, I definitely think that helps but I, I think there's two things like looking back at the ray dalio example what he does is he, he's not married to being right right and i think for me and we've talked about this before that was important to me being right right so you and i on a regular basis talk about ideas we argue about ideas we, we brainstorm about ideas and i got past the point of caring to be right anymore i, I care about executing the best idea we could come up with right, right. so I think that when you have people, you have people at the top of the hierarchy who don't care about being right. They want the best idea. So it doesn't matter where the best idea comes from, right. number one. And number two, Ray Dalio experience, when they implemented this idea, they had a, they had a pretty large uh, exodus of people who, who couldn't grasp this. A lot of people in the company left because they didn't like this. So when they bring new people and they explain how this works, they show this to how, and a lot of people don't stick. So it doesn't work for everybody. Not all no, employees, even at the bottom, even the receptionist, so to speak. I don't know why the receptionist is the bottom, but in, this, in that example, a lot of them don't feel comfortable or will never, will never feel comfortable taking their creative ideas to the to the to whoever it is their to superior their, or right. their boss or whoever. so um i i think that companies struggle with this i think you know maybe ray dalio's software or the things he used can can be used on a more widely basis or these concepts you you find pixar had the same problem when they were building toy story they had issues and they couldn't figure out how to solve it and what somebody did was i don't know how they even came up with this idea they took the most disgruntled employees in the company and made a team out of them because what they found was these people weren't disgruntled because of salary or because of this or because of creativity. They were, they were disgruntled because trapped. nobody would listen to their ideas, right. right? So they had good ideas, but nobody was listening to them. Right. So they asked all the managers in each department, send me your most disgruntled uh, employees. And they built a team of most, of like just t throughout this entire company. Suicide squad. Almost. And they had all these incredible ideas to solve the problems that, that Pixar was facing in the creation of, of Toy right. Story. I think it was Toy Story when they were doing this. So... I think that a lot of employees, you know, beyond compensation, beyond all these, they want to feel heard, right? We, we had a scenario recently with a specific manager who we were running ideas by, and he was kind of upset that, that like, hey, I told you this before, right? right? I don't think we felt that he had told us that before in that way. I think a lot of that was kind of in his, in his head. Um, but, but, he, but, he, but that's a great example of him wanting to feel heard.
Right. So I think that what you have to do is you have to kind of establish with employees where you and I will execute ideas that employees brought to us months before and they'll feel like, but I told you that months ago. It's like, yeah, but I wasn't ready to execute that idea. It was a good idea. We just weren't ready to do it. So like there's this balance between, you know, acknowledging the good idea and, and giving them credit for the good right. idea. That's important. And them also understanding that just because they have a good idea, I, doesn't mean that I can do everyone's good idea. So right. you have to kind of strike this balance. Yeah. We had a conversation like, uh, I think three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I said we, we were off for a week, and I said let maybe when we get back we should take all the employees maybe in groups yeah. and be like give me your best idea give me what you think we can change what we can get better at so on because maybe there's things that we're not on the level at we're not there to to see it taste it touch it and so on we can't really grasp the full level of what's happening on the ground in, in the trenches and maybe there's a whole nother business venture to be seen because because of that we're not in the trenches so I don't know that what they're doing could be turned into a business and maybe their idea mixed with this person's idea creates a whole nother world. Look, we're two minds, right? You add more minds and you have the potential to get more ideas. It's just a numbers game in that, in that respect. 100%. So I think really what we got out of this was, is that being open, not standing on, on, on a pedestal and thinking that, you know, I'm the only one that could be right and so on feeling you could be wrong as, a, as an employee uh, an employer and an employee thinking they can be right having that open dialogue being okay with that and having that open door policy where any person can come in and so on any takeaways you got for that no i'm just going to play this back to you next time we have a dispute about ideas i mean i'll probably be right though all right so i have a great day guys <laughs> i appreciate it